Hi, welcome to Getting It All Out Podcast, where we attempt to put it all out there. We thank you for joining us on this lovely Mississippi day. We have a great show in store for you, but first things first, legalities. Audience's question is advised, adult language and adult content. We do not own the rights to any music played on the podcast. The views and opinions given are solely the current views and opinions of the podcast panel and no one else. And with that being said, sit tight for a little bit while we take a small pause and, you know, pay some bills. Got visions? Visit Vision Enterprise 20 LLC. Let them know. Work on me massage LLC. Keeping you in motion. Hope Lawn Services. Where beautiful lawns don't appear by themselves. Check them out. We'll be right back. Hey, 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 and we're back. We're back with today's topic, empty nesters. Let's talk about it. Let's get it all out, lady. The definition to empty nester, a parent whose children have grown up and left home. Let's hit it. What you got for me, KML? So soon. <laughs> <laughs> so soon. Oh, I'm excited. So I'm excited. So I'm So I'm excited. So I'm excited. So I'm excited. So I'm excited. So Mm-hmm. Emotional distress, <laughs> marital stress. If parents are only still married for the sake of the children, most couples set their relationship aside and revolve everything around the children. Once the children are moved out, parents are left to deal with each other. Oh my goodness, that's the one right there. That is. You're about to wake up in that instant and realize who you married to. We gotta deal with this. Who are you again? (laughs) Who are you in this relationship? Yeah. Okay. Anxiety about the well-being of your child. So those are some of the signs and symptoms of MCC. Empty nester syndrome. Let's talk about Let's it. Talk KML about one bread. <laughs> I read it. I read it. You just want you to get a baby J. Baby J. What you got for me on empty nest? Well, for me, I'm not a parent, so I can't really speak from a parent's perspective. But as a child, I did experience that with my mom. When me and my brother moved out on our own, she felt like we didn't need her anymore. Mm -hmm. And so for us, you know, we wanted to do everything on our own because, I mean, we were independent. We're working and we didn't want to really depend on our parents. So, you know, my mom would call us all the time. She would pop up at our house because, I mean, she was always worried about what we were doing. And, you know, there are times where sometimes she would overstep her boundaries. And as a kid, well, as a young adult, you know, it frustrated me because I'm, you know, I'm trying to grow up. I'm trying to live my life. I didn't, you know, I wasn't a kid anymore. But as time went on, I still needed my mom. There's still things that 
you know, I don't understand or things that I do need guidance on. And, you know, I still come to her till this day about, you know, things that I need and guidance and stuff that I need. So that's how I feel about empty nesting as a child. Well, a young adult moving out. Still a child. All right, all right. Okay, <laughs> an adult child. An adult, adult child. My bad. My bad. K M L I am ready. I'm ready now, honey. I'm empty nesting, baby. I'm ready. Um, Some of this stuff about loss of purpose. I I found my purpose. I've uh, experienced empty nesters when my children went off to college and. I didn't have those things that went on what you say in the definition and some of the stuff that happened. I didn't have that because I thought that I raised them well enough that they could cope on their own. The problem I had was they moved back. (laughs) And that's called a boomerang. That's called the boomerang generation. And that's for another episode. But while we here. My children moved back and brought some more folks with them. So that's where I am right now. But as far as um, empty nesters, I'm not an empty nester. I was, but now I'm in the stage of boomerang. And doing the empty nester um, syndrome, I have found my purpose. My children's delay of moving out. One child moved out, moved back in. Both of them, you know, they're adults. And... uh, the frustration, my frustration is over uh, overlook mm-hmm. of time for me. Mm-hmm. Like I gave everything, all my time to my family. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a stage in life where it's my turn. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, they're having some difficulty with it, <laughs> but they're going to be okay. Right. Uh, nothing has really changed as far as uh, how... We have security measures in place. Uh, we really don't have no curfew because I feel that we're all grown mm-hmm. and that if you come home, if you're not coming home, you know to say, hey, I'm not coming home. That way we won't ha- look, you know, be looking for you to come home and then you not show up. Right. You know, always do that. My emotional distress is over why can't my family see that I've given so much of my earlier years mm. to them and now that I'm here in this stage that I am taking time for myself. Like I said, they're having difficulty with that and that makes me feel some type of way because I've given everything to y'all. I mean, you mm. you are who you are because of myself and your father. Amen. And the things you've learned and you're still learning, there are things like for me, there are things that you're never going to learn until you get out there on your own. Mm -hmm. And there's advice that I cannot give you until you have reached that point where my advice will be heard and not only heard, but heeded. Yes. And so the way I raise my girls is that. If you ask my opinion, you're going to get it. Right, right. Uh, if you don't want me to say anything about it, then don't talk about it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughters understand that. We, my daughters and I, we have a great relationship. Uh, it's just times that when there are disagreements on how to do certain things. And I think because they have moved back home, 
and there's a boomerang effect, I don't think people realize or young men realize how uh, it affects a mother of two daughters when um, you marry them and then you don't want them and then they have to come back home mm -hmm. with your with your children. I don't think the young men understand that. And then again, then in all of that, there are things that my daughters can't do like I did right. or like my mama did because you're dealing with a whole generation of nuts. Difference. I mean, it's it's. Men don't you need the men of today, the young guys that my daughters have dealt with. They okay, okay. <laughs> my niece, all of them, there is no pickings. There is nothing out there to pick from because okay, you want a woman that can provide for herself, but yet you say when she's providing for herself, there is nothing there for you to do. Okay, why are you confused? <laughs> why are you bewildered? Mm -hmm. You want me because I can provide my mom can provide mm -hmm. for myself, but then you get in your feelings about me providing for myself. If you ask me, do I need you? And I tell mm -hmm. you, no, I don't need you. I mean, everything that you could buy, I can buy for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, the the today guys are intimidated by that. Mm -hmm. And my daughters are strong willed and strong mind. And my question is. Why is that a negative? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I teach my daughters to have pride in themselves and to become a self-contained unit like my mama taught me and my sister. Mm -hmm. And she taught my brothers too. Mm -hmm. Because once you become a self-contained unit, you can provide for yourself. If he chooses to provide for you, accept that, receive that, mm -hmm. build that. Mm -hmm. But if he can't provide for you and you can provide for yourself, he don't need to be spending the night. <laughs> he don't need to be eating no food that he didn't buy no groceries. <laughs> he don't need to be riding no car that he can't put no gas in. And if you're the only one that's always going to the bank getting your money out, then you don't need him. Right. And so mm -hmm. when I think when that is said or lived or implied, mm -hmm. the guys of today, the young men of today, they are intimidated. And that sort of bothers me now that my daughters have moved back in because I'm seeing how the young men of today are treating them. Mm -hmm. And that bothers me because they don't have someone like their father. Mm -hmm. And then I know I remember, and I know we got to go to a break here soon. I remember having a discussion with my daughter and she was telling me what how I should be toward their father or whatever, or how do we do it? And I was telling them, see, the thing is, you know your father only as a father. Mm. You do not know him as a man. Mm. And you know me only as mom, mm -hmm. but you don't know me as a woman. Right. Because those things that I'm not able to share with you right now because you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with men and women relationships in the sight of our parents. Mm -hmm. And so when that when that's happening, you you have I have never lied to my children, but there are things that they are not ready to hear. Mm -hmm. about their mother as a woman or their father. 
as a man. Mm. And until they get there, that's really as far as we can go. Because I remember when I learned about my father being a man and my mom being a woman, I was 21 years old, Mm. about to get married. Mm. And from growing up through graduation of high school, what I saw as what I thought I wanted was not actually what I saw Mm -hmm. because they were going through different stages in their marriage and they was going through different stages in their own lives. And what I saw was the implemented plan. See, they talked behind the closed doors and all I saw was what they implemented before me. Mm-hmm. So that's I tried to do that for my daughters. And now we're there at that stage where what you saw implemented. Now, you know why it was implemented and why it was done mm-hmm. like that. So as an empty nester that has moved past that into another stage of the boomerang mm-hmm. generation, that's where I am. And that's all I got. Okay, we're going to kick it back over there to DJ Bob. <laughs> She's going to take us to a break. Hit it, DJ Bob. All right. Now with some Mississippi news. Since the COVID-19 pandemic, telehealth services and visits have increased in Mississippi. Mississippi is reporting almost 15,000 telehealth visits this year. This is compared to a little over 6,000 in 2019. Not only is this due to the pandemic, but also Mississippi Medicaid put in place an emergency telehealth policy this year. And this opened up more services and increased the number of people eligible for those services. I think this is awesome because it limits the travel and exposure to the virus while we have no vaccine. And also, Mississippians are provided with mental health services and more while we're going through this pandemic. But with that being said, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's a setback for Mississippi or is it a way of the future for Mississippi? Let us know. We'll be right back. This is such a touchy subject, touchy, touchy subject right now. Absolutely. <sighs> okay, loss of purpose. Didn't really feel that. Haven't felt that yet. <laughs> I don't know if I feel it later. And it may be because I wasn't I'm not I wasn't that hovering mom. Right. So I still think I have a purpose. I'm still your mom your mom, your parent, whatever. But um no, I didn't feel loss of purpose at all. <laughs> right. Maybe lack of control a little bit now that he's gone. I don't know where he's at, what he's doing, when he's coming back. Can't say when to come back, can't say when to go. So yeah, lack of control. I definitely I've been feeling that one and that's to be expected. And I can understand why parents do do go through that. Empty nester does go through that. Marital stress, mm, 
not married, but uh, emotional distress did take a toll on my relationship for the simple fact that I was letting everything I was feeling affect my relationship, you know, mm-hmm. being there for my man or whatever. So I had right. to bring myself back for that. <laughs> Anxiety, yes, didn't get sleep much, still don't get much sleep because I'm only about 90 days in. So okay. <laughs> it's, still, it's still very fresh yeah. and uh, so, so, so touchy right now. But, you know, I understand how the anxiety and all that loss of purpose and all that ties into an internet because I am definitely feeling it right now. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I guess it's on me, <laughs> TT, to talk about it. Well, I'm nowhere close to being an emptiness <laughs> at all. No I don't know why I waited until I was old as dirt to have kids. <laughs> I should have had my children in my 20s. Mm. Where I could experience more. But unfortunately, I had them in my 30s. And now I done got old and tired. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost positive when they get ready to go. I don't know if I'm going to be feeling any of these things, but I can say this. When they go stay with their grandmother or somebody for a week, I'm miserable. <laughs> you just get so used to them being there. They are a part of our life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you look forward to when you unlock the door and go in and, hey, mama. <laughs> you know, and then when you don't have that, and, you know, I take my girls, they my shopping partners. Mm-hmm. Like, we go shopping. If they not there, I can't even go to the grocery store. I don't even feel right going to the grocery store because I don't got my children. I know that's sad, but that's true. So if I'm looking at empty nesters from that point, mm-hmm. then, yes, it's hard. And another reason for it being hard is because as a parent, just like KML was saying earlier, as a parent, you have put your whole life around your children from getting up, fixing them breakfast for school, packing their lunches, Mm -hmm. washing their clothes, picking up after them, teaching and showing them all the things you have done with them. And then they leave. You got to redirect your whole life. Yeah. You're like, man, what am, you know, you like find yourself. Yeah, you find yourself waking up, going mm-hmm. to them to cook breakfast. And ain't nobody there with you. And you mess around and think about it. Yeah, damn, mm-hmm. I didn't cook out these eggs and bacon and shit. Ain't nobody there to eat them but me. But as a kid, you miss, well, a young adult, you miss that. Because, right. you know, yeah. with being an adult and you out on your own, you gotta cook for yourself. You, know? you can't wake up to breakfast being cooked or right. dinner getting cooked. You gotta cook it yourself. Absolutely. Or get some food like or don't eat. Right. And I mean <laughs> that happens like when you at college. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like uh Batty J was saying earlier, it hits the children too. Yes. Because now you're sitting here, you're in your dorm room. That alarm go off. Mm-hmm. And you're waiting for your mama to say, Boy, you got to be late. Get your tail up. <laughs> You ain't got that no more. Uh-uh. You don't hand. Okay, then you come in. Man, I'm finna go eat. Then you get to think about. Oh man, I gotta go eat the dog on you, man. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's, yeah. it ends up being hard on everybody, and I can see yes. where the anxiety, the marital stress, the emotions come into it because, like I said, you have planted your whole life mm-hmm. around your family, and then when you don't have that family no more, you think to yourself. What do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. What's my purpose now? But you got to bounce back. 
You got or to you gotta, or you gotta find your purpose. Yeah, yeah or find your the kids have to find theirs. They go through the anxiety. They go through the lack of yeah. control. Mm-hmm. Right. All that. So, so you're gonna get that. You're going to but, each and everybody. You're going to experience that. That's as a natural occurrence, and that is, is a stage of life. Of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you got to get like you in the boomerang and stage. I'm in the boomerang And but you want people to realize where yes. you at in your life, in your process. Yes. It's, it's tough it's hard but we bounce back because you might okay take for instance covid we so damn ready for our kids to go back <laughs> please hurry up and just for that reason alone we ain't even study empty nesting no more you don't been here too long i'm yes tired. you know what college I mean? kids are home just because yes. of covid right now okay that is so, so true you know, you start to realize, hey, it ain't, and it's not bad as I mm-hmm. thought. I get to take trips now, and get to yeah. go on vacations now, Just, I get to do some things yes. that I never thought I would get to do. So you got to look at the flip side of that. It's yeah. two sides of every corner, mm-hmm. you know, and you just got to look at the flip side. It's a positive as well as a negative. I you agree. Because you get to now. Do you? And yes. do you, boo-boo. And okay. then just think about the kids who recently just went to school and now they're back at home. Like, back I home. just right. got my freedom. Right. And they're like, oh, are you serious? Like, I go back home because school has shut down. Right. So, yes, COVID so. has taken a lot of right. stuff in okay. that direction. So, <laughs> we also have here, if you are experiencing syndromes of depression from being an empty nester for more than two weeks, consider seeking professional treatment from your doctor. Yes. yes. Please. Now... I don't think it should come to the point where you so distraught over that because I'm like Batty J, you can still call. I'm like DJ Vibe, you still a mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can still be there. So Yeah, <laughs> but you have those what she spoke, what um DJ Vibe spoke of, those hovering yes. mothers. Yeah. Those are the ones That's that get hard very depressed because mm-hmm. they did everything for their child they lived yeah. through like kids. they lived through their child they want they wanted their child to go in their direction mm-hmm. of employment and wanted them to go in their direction of you know everything. artistry and all of that everything and those are the ones some of them that suffers from depression because they've done everything they woke their child up they ironed their clothes now i didn't do that. <laughs> i didn't do all that yeah. I didn't hover over my children like that because I wanted my children from small uh-huh. to where they are now to get some independent. Uh-huh. And I can see where that hovering mother does yeah. have a very difficult I might time. be that hovering mother, uh-huh. but I'm almost certain <laughs> that when that day comes, <laughs> And now they have those services now since COVID that you can just get some, you know, talk to someone on the phone, talk to a physician, oh, yeah. a mental yeah, health, you know. Yeah, that 24 so, hours. Yeah. Please take advantage of that. Holla, Nothing else. Holla, if you, you feel those me? symptoms. But okay, how was so, grandma when, when you went off to college and you moved away and when you, teaching when you got married, like how did grandma? I mean, we really don't know, we, yeah, know how she, she felt, but to be perfectly honest with you, Mama still had never became no empty nester because all her kids keep bringing their kids back to her. <laughs> it's a boomerang. So, another right, yeah, she, yeah, boomerang. Mama just like she has never really got to experience. Mm-hmm. I'm the only that. one that hadn't moved back home. <laughs> yes, she is the only. <laughs> now I have, I have not my wood. sister a while. <laughs> oh. I ain't moved back home. Uh. But, right. <laughs> this is so funny. 
<laughs> yeah. So we got to some... like call, like blew y'all phone up or anything. Well, then back then yeah. we didn't have cell phones. Like, we didn't have all this modern technology. Uh, no. like it's, it's so but now that would be a good guest to have you. on the show. I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up though, because let me tell you this: my mom and dad didn't give a damn. <laughs> about us going. My daddy Are took me okay. okay. My daddy mm-hmm. took me to college two months before college <laughs> even started. I was oh there with God. the band and a football team. Mm-hmm. Like my daddy, he was like, here you go. Holla. Pay everything. See you later. <laughs> Don't call for nothing. Yes. You good. So I got to say they didn't have no interest. <laughs> if they day. did, that is sure. Right. 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 They was in there going, uh, but uh, now I was saying yeah, I would say the first year I went to college, I was the first black woman, young lady, to have a dorm room by herself. Mm. And my daddy bought me a telephone, what they call landline, mm-hmm. to put in the room. Mm-hmm. And I guess he thought I should be there in the room mm-hmm. to answer it every time it rained. So I missed a few calls. Oh, nah. Man, that phone. <laughs> what was you doing? <laughs> yep. That phone was full because when he couldn't get in contact with her, yep. this literally happened. And it happened every time <laughs> yep. my brother and sister did some silly shit. I got fussed for Dad. Okay, you really in here fussing at me about this phone bill when I didn't run it up? Oh, what you telling me? Because you the only one here to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive. But really, I, didn't, I don't know what he called running up a phone because I was right. never in the he room. Said you dragged that phone bill. They was ready for him calling you. Tapping huh? Maybe so. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's go to the do's and the don'ts. <laughs> it says do not check in with your child multiple <laughs> times a day. Online, I'm still being checked on multiple times a day and I'm 47. It says <laughs> do not spend hours stalking your mm. children's social sites. Man, who, we got people out there stalking children. You like, can't say your mama stalked your socials. If I had one, she would. Man. Okay. That's what I to feel. My children. Ah. Man, my children in the house with me and I'm stalking. She already hovering, ain't she? Man, she already hovering. I tell them to give me their phone and stuff randomly. Give me your stuff. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't try to click out and sign out. Come on with it. Come on with their history. You know, they done got so slick that they started deleting their history now. As soon as they get off of that. Delete Kids be on it. Shoot, they be on trying to. I don't do any of that. It says, do not make any life-altering decisions in the first two months Mm. or so after your child moves out. Selling Uh. your home, quitting your job, (laughs) unless you Unless you had it planned in Before advance. Then, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm probably gonna make a lot of altering decisions. Uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to tell you, man, they gone. And I'm trying to go to Peru. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to leave. Boy, boy, so okay. okay. Boy, boy. By the time I get the Malibu. Man, by the time my children graduate school, I'll be in a wheelchair. Don't say that. I'm gonna no. be able to get up the bleachers. To so how much home. older are you than your children? Thirty years. No. People are still kicking it at 60. Okay. So, so I am 30 years older 
in my children. Okay. And by the time they graduate, I'm trying to tell you what I know. Arthur's no. going to be on Arthur already. No, Arthur ain't going to be done mess with you because work on me don't be done work that out. Man. Okay. Yeah. Can't even get work on me to keep my appointments. Mine. Mine. Quit it. on your child well-being, mm -hmm. but give your child some privacy and room to make a few mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's real. Yeah, you need to let your children. I believe I have a saying. I go, Billy Badass. Mm -hmm. After I done told you and you think you can go for it, go on at that, mm -hmm. Billy. Good luck with that. You know, that's that's how I do my children. Yeah. If they get hurt after I tell them, don't get on that, you're going to get hurt. And they get hurt. Now, I'm going to damn about them tears and that blood dripping. You better go on that, throw the rock side and keep it moving because I tried to tell you, you didn't listen. Yeah. You know, that's feel the same bad. way. That's how you're Right. Don't we all that way with our children. But mm -hmm. that, but back to women. But I want to say something on it. Mm -hmm. Now, I am, and I'm sure as mothers on this team, that we are all close to our children. Absolutely. And there are some mistakes that our child, our children don't make, but there are people with them mm -hmm. that makes mistakes. And I have told my children over and over and over again, there is nothing you I'm so connected to you that there is nothing you can hide from me. Mm -hmm. That is true. I am so connected to you that something in my spirit will tell me when you're not being safe mm -hmm. and when something has happened and when something is about to happen because and bring it biblically speaking, God warns all of us before the tragedy happens. Right, right. He warns all of us. It's up to us to heed that warning. And when my children went off to college and everything, went off to college and everything, I was so connected to them that whatever I can call her on the phone and say, Hey, what happened today? And she's like, Mama, how you do that? Because hmm. I'm mama. Right, right. God gave you to me. I've prayed over you since you were a baby, since mm -hmm. you was in the womb. Mm -hmm. So whatever happens to you, I'm going to know. Now, are those, th are those things that happen to you, can I prevent them? No, I can't. Mm -hmm. Because some stuff you got to go through in life to make you who you are today. Right. So I can speak to as far as that. Yeah. You know, you there are some mistakes that your children are gonna make, but there are some mistakes that others is gonna make that they're with, mm -hmm. that they're hanging out with. That's not really their fault, it's and we got to recognize that as well. Oh yeah, but it's still all experience. Yeah, it's yeah. a lesson whether learned. It's a lesson yeah, it's learned. Lessons yeah. learned. Whether they're making mistakes, mm -hmm. whether their friends make mistakes, it's still a lesson in everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. That's right. Never are too old to, to learn. learn or buy. <laughs> A lesson. <laughs> Don't buy one. Try well, not to. What? <laughs> DJ buy. Take us to a break. And we'll right be then. back. We'll be right. With empty nesters. Unfortunately, Mississippi is currently reporting 1,031 new COVID-19 virus cases and 11 new deaths. The new numbers has Mississippi at almost 35,000 cases and over 1,200 deaths. 
While there are also recoveries, let's keep in mind there is also no vaccine. Be safe out there, my fellow Mississippians. We'll be right back. All right, let's get back with recapping mm -hmm. today's topic, empty nesters, mm -hmm. and close it down. Identify right. your new role. You are still a parent. It just might not be at the forefront anymore since your child is now an adult. Reconnect with yourself. Get back into your hobbies of things you gave up mm -hmm. doing to be a parent. An empty nest means that you have space and time to get back to who you are outside of being a parent. Plan date nights with your significant other, take time out to travel, find new challenges to ease the sense of loss that you may have felt about your child growing up and doing their own personal challenge. So, we're going to hear from our ladies what their <laughs> ending remarks are on emptiness. Betty J, what you leaving us with? Uh, what I'm leaving with is for the parents to keep your heads up, you know, just trust in your parenting skills and that you taught your kids mm -hmm. everything that they need to know and you know that carried them through their adulthood and kids well young adults you know we still need our parents you know um still rely on your parents for that guidance because you're going to need it and also through experience it does get it, get, it's, it gets better absolutely dj bye <laughs> what you got for me um I would say I, I agree with Betty J, J when she said stick with your parenting skills. Just rely on that. Know that you told your child right from wrong. They also heard it. Or like I said, it's still fresh for me. So be strong, but don't let it affect your outs other other part of your life. But your child is going to go on. Right. I have realized that. Now right. your child is going to go on do what they feel like they need to do. Therefore, you need to go home. Go on do what you need to do. So. Absolutely. That's my thing with it. KML. That's your last remark. <laughs> my last remark is parents with um, children that have, uh, with adult children, find your purpose. Mm -hmm. If you've lost it, find it. I'm pretty sure if you think about it, it won't be too hard to find your purpose. Just think about it. Just take some time mm -hmm. and think about it. Not the children, not your adult children, but think about your purpose. Yourself. Yourself. Thank you. DJ Five for that help. All right, my last remarks on the subject is love and basketball. Sanaya Latham, Nim had grown up. Their mom had did everything for them, and so she was in the kitchen and she was asking her mom, you know, why you never came to any of my games, this and that. She was like, I had to stop. She wanted to be a caterer. She said, I had to put my stuff aside because now I had a family, and so now I'm going back picking up where I left off. Mm -hmm. So it is That's possible. Know that it is a process and it's everyday life. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you That's just got just... to keep rolling with the punch. And what doesn't kill you make you stronger. That's it. Right on, right just on. Remember it's just a stage, this too. 
Shall pass. pass. Yeah, <laughs> my mom loves saying that. Right. This too right. shall pass. And it shall, and it shall. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out now to our local hero. And our local hero is Miss May Green Gurley. Miss May Green Gurley is a elderly mother of our church who is a strong faith believer. She goes to church. She worked hard. She had 10 children. And with those 10 children, she raised them by herself, working hard. She took care of a whole community. She backed people. She had big family around her. And she survived through it. And she's 87 years old. And I think that's amazing that we should recognize local people. You don't have to be a big shot to be a hero and to be recognized. But because she's an outstanding individual that yeah. have walked the path, who have been sick, who have been down, who came back up strong each and every time, we recognize you, Miss Maybreen Gurley, as our hero. And here is her interview. Give a listen. Hello, I'm here with our first hero interviewing Miss Maybreen Gurley. Miss Maybreen Gurley, do I got permission to interview you for our podcast as our local hero? Okay. Miss Maybreen, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I thank the Lord for my being back. I've been out. I've been out for so many weeks. The last prayer were until now, but I thank God that he's able to come back. Ten children, and you worked at Built Right for a number of years. Twenty-one years. Twenty-one ten years. Ten days. And you have how many grandchildren? I don't know. <laughs> and a host of great grand. Yeah. Yes. Well, Miss Mayreen, I thank you for allowing me to do this interview. Most women don't tell their age, but do you mind telling your age on oh, how blessed you are to be? I am God have. Helped me for 87 years. 87 and so years. Thankful. And we are so thankful, Miss Mayreen. I appreciate you being my local hero. These are our local heroes, people who should be recognized every day for the work they do. You don't have to be rich to be recognized as a hero. Thank you, Miss Mayreen. Love you. To shake y'all people and see <laughs> what the later are. topic mm-hmm. will be. Mm-hmm. We do have our topic of pet names coming up. Bay, mm-hmm. Boo, Love, Honey Pot, Sugar, Cutie Pie, pie. Sexy Mama. Okay. Yes, we got Mufasa. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that I don't be. know any recent ones though, like the young kids. Honey, oh, they say love. Buddha. They say Buddha. Oh, Buddha. All okay. of that. But mm. we're gonna get into pet names okay. and, and what they mean. But we're gonna pick the topic for after that topic. Here we go. Okay, a male ready for it.
upcoming events and everything you want to know about yes. getting it all out. What TT has to say is seek counseling, seek God, pray. Always go with a better alternative. You know what I'm saying? Because negative just won't do. Okay. When you can't tell your mama, tell your TT. Tell your TT. And we out, baby. Let's start looking at having some bigger love around here. We do not own the rights to any music player on the podcast. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast series are solely those of the podcast panel current views and opinions and no one else. The views and opinions given do not reflect the views of Vision Enterprise 20 and its respective parent companies and affiliates or the companies that the panels are affiliated with or previously communicated. We will attempt to be critical thinkers and discuss topics from different angles. Therefore, views and opinions given are always subject to change at any time. The panel views and opinions are based upon information that is considered reliable, but neither Vision Enterprise 20, its affiliates, nor the companies that the panels are affiliated with warrant completeness or truth and should not be considered as such. But hey, you never know what word or words will bring someone, somewhere, some closure. As usual, we thank you for listening. Join us again.